Got it Slick drop, boot to the face, we won't fold Quick to put a dude in this place, he out cold With a tombstone, grab at the waist, get laid flat Can't escape, nowhere to go, the cage match It's on now, when I spot him, it's no problem Everybody stone cold till they hit with the rock bottom Sharpshooter, I won't miss him like Bret Hart Like Al Snow, they gon' need him a head start I just might catch a better body than Mickey James Get acquainted with the name, we bringin' the pain Like Kane in the ring, all I see is red Paul Bearer, Undertaker, I can see the dead John Cena putting hands in your face Ted DiBiase got a milli on the waist B2TF, better stay in your place Or get smacked down, play it safe, what you talking about? Welcome to Boot to the Face, Chris Rucker, EJ Reed, powered by FullPressCoverage.com. Go there for all your sporting wants and needs, where I am sure that the lead story is America's team, Dallas Cowboys, getting their asses handed to them out in the desert by the Arizona Cardinals, EJ. No, we don't have to talk about that. We could gloss over that. But you know the number one story. <laughs> Is T Swizzle and Travis Kelsey out there canoodling? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I ain't mad at Travis Kelsey. You know, it wasn't I'm too much. I'm hearing the the big sports guy, quote unquote, out there complaining. In general, the collective you sports guy complaining about should be talking about the football game. I'm tired of hearing the story. Ah, go cry me a river, man. So just to be clear, they want to hear about big sweaty dudes in tights over like a young hot singer okay. exactly okay well long as i know what people are upset about um <laughs> but good for kelsey good for taylor swift you know maybe this will fucking work out i remember he was trying to like meet her at her concert months ago and now look now look shoot your shot hey. fellas he's spoken into existence yeah and she's the perfect girl for him because you know there are reports that he go out to restaurants. He make all the women pay for everything. So, do your thing, King. I don't know his ex. His ex girlfriend was hot though. Did you ever see her? Uh, yeah, the sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he had that TV show years ago that catching Kelsey shit, the dating show. Like, I didn't realize he's been in the league for so. He's the same age as Gronk. Yeah, he, I think he's like a year younger than me, and I'm 35. So I didn't realize he'd he been in the league chicken. for so long. Yeah. He still seems young. He didn't really get on everybody's radar until Mahomes rose up to start him. Yeah, he was there, what, three years before Mahomes? Yeah, he was there with the Alex Smith days. <laughs> he was still a beast, but yeah. Hmm. Mahomes fucking knows how to use him, I guess. Hey, shout out to Kelsey, man. Yeah. Do your thing. How did we do in our picks last week? Did I, did I close the gap or are you running away with it? Well, Rucker... Unfortunately, you did not close the gap. <laughs> you did worse than the week before. Damn, I'm under 500 now? Yes. It's a long season. I guess we'll get into that once we do our picks. Yeah. Uh, a lot of news broke this week, EJ, and we'll, we'll start with uh, with the bad news. You know, it came out last week that WWE was going to make some cuts. And some of the names are quite surprising on this list, EJ. If you don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and read them off to you, and then we can get into who we think will go where. Or who, who's the most surprising one that's on here to you? Uh, Dolph Ziggler, Elias, Mustafa Ali, 
Shelton Benjamin, Top Dollar, Riddick Moss, Emma, Aaliyah, Rick Boogs, Quincy Elliott, Bryson Montana, Dana Brooke, Mansoor, Mace, Shanky, Dabakato, Ulyssa Leon, Daniel MacArthur, Kevin Ventura, Cortez, Alexis Gray, Brooklyn Barlow, Eichmann Gyro, uh, Abul, Abadi Fitzgerald, and latest, Matt Riddle. Yeah, I mean, I guess Dolph Ziggler, you know, because he's been there for so long. But you could also say that he has been there so long that it shouldn't be a shock because, you know, I would like to see the, the lifespan of a wrestler, WWE wrestler on average, and he's definitely, you know, gone way past the expected lifespan of wrestling in WWE. But since he was a veteran, I think that was the most shocking one. And then I guess Riddle kind of, but kind of not with all the stuff that's been coming out with him. So, yeah, I don't know. Those are my two. Honestly, I'm surprised. It, the most surprising thing to me is that it took this long for Riddle to get released. <laughs> it seems like he was pretty much Teflon at this point. But but it's crazy because, it. like, Riddle and Mustafa Ali were both in prominent storylines on their brands. Like, Mustafa Ali had a fucking title match coming up. Yeah. That's another one that kind of shocks me, but kind of doesn't shock me because remember, I think it was last year, he was begging for his release and they wouldn't release him. He now beg- that he didn't want one, they're like, all right, it's time to release you. He begs for his release every year, though. Like, I don't know. I, I have an issue with. I shouldn't say I have an issue. That's the wrong way to put it. But I just get annoyed when wrestlers are like, I should be used better. Like, and this is just my opinion. In my opinion, Ali's a mid card. Like, to me, there's nothing very interesting about him. Yeah, I mean, but he could go in the ring, which a lot of people like, and he's right. starting to show a little bit of character and personality since being on NXT. I didn't really know where they were going with it, but, you know, he didn't get a chance to finish out whatever story they were trying to tell. Could you imagine if he wouldn't have got hurt years ago during Kofi Mania and it would have been him getting the title shot instead of Kofi? And I was thinking about that. But if he would have got the title shot, you think he would have won? I don't think he would have won. I don't think the crowd would have been behind him the way. I mean, I know they wouldn't have. Like, Kofi Mania was special. Like, it came out of nowhere. I hate to do hypotheticals, but if Ali did get the shot, would Kofi still eventually get a shot a little bit later? I don't know. Kofi wouldn't be world champion. Man. The crowd, like, got behind Kofi in a random, like, elimination chamber match or something like that. And that was supposed to be Ali's moment, right? But they were just going to be done with it from all I know. And then the crowd was like, no, fuck that. We want Kofi. (laughs) And I think Kofi and Daniel Bryan was perfect. Like, that is such a good match and a good story. Like, every now and then I'll go back and watch that one. At least, like, the last 10 minutes of it. It was just really good. I wonder how much they had to push Vince to do that. Didn't seem like he's a Kofi guy like that. I don't know. I, w- I don't. I don't know if I'd agree with that. I mean, Kofi's been around forever. He's won like twenty titles, like world champion. Maybe not, but then again, like maybe when it happened, Vince was like, "Oh shit, yeah, why not?" I'm not convinced because you know we got Exhibit A. What happened with Booker T? He, even though that was for the world title, he eventually did get the world title, but. Seems like Vince had like a slight problem with putting the the main title on black wrestlers like that. But then 
once Kofi broke the seal, you got him, Big E, Lashley. So Lashley two times over. One. What's that? Lashley two times over. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know, but um, yeah, these re- these releases suck though. I you know I'm hoping Shelton Benjamin pops up at like Impact or even AEW. Like I was literally thinking what Shelton could do in AEW, and then somebody said, somebody tweeted exactly what I was thinking. Like he'd be perfect for the Blackpool Combat Club. They could get rid of Yuta. Yeah. They could get rid of Yuta and just replace mm-hmm. him with Shelton Benjamin. I said, if you were to do that, just ask Shelton Benjamin. Like I said, you need a young boy in the group. But I, I wouldn't be mad at that. I don't know. He's still got a lot left in the tank. He looks like he's like 30-something, and he's like pushing 50? About 45, I think. Yeah, but if they utilize him right at AEW and just don't have him wrestling on ROH, I'd be cool with it. And like you said, that'd be perfect having a BCC. That's almost kind of parallel to the um, – Hurt business, a crew that just like to beat up people. Yeah, so wouldn't be mad at that. I agree with the Dolph Ziggler one being surprising. Um, Elias, like, okay, I don't mean to sound dis- dismissive about it. Did you see Emma? They had just announced that day that they were going to Australia. She was like, "Yay, we get to go home." Blah blah blah. And then she retweeted and was like, "Never mind, I just got released." <laughs> Yeah, that was, awful. that was sad. I don't mean to laugh, but just like the way she tweeted it, it was so bad. At least she made it. She was like, right. you know, being a good sport about it, being lighthearted about it. But I don't know, man. You know what kind of makes me upset about this? I'm not a financial dude or, you know, knowledgeable behind economics, but I know they just merged with uh, UFC Endeavor. And made this new company and i know when it comes to mergers you gotta cut a lot of behind the scene positions because you don't want duplicate positions but i don't understand why they had to cut talent if they just signed that new deal with usa or yeah with usa with smackdown and every time they come out with these quarterly reports they're making money hands over fists so i don't understand why you had to cut talent maybe you could explain it better to me I mean, it, it, it all depends, right? Like, if they're making more money, then you would think the wrestlers themselves would say, well, then we want more money, right? So if Roman Reigns, his contract goes from $2 million to $5 million a year, then you probably got to get rid of some of the people that you're not using. Yeah, you're making more money, but now you're paying more money, right? And they're probably paying more money to do these bigger shows and all that. So the more money you make, the more money you have to then turn around and put back into the product. And people that are just kind of there and not doing anything, why keep them on the payroll? Because at the end of the day, like, all the people that own the company now, all your board members and shit like that, they got to get their bonuses too. I mean, I kind of get it, but it's not like the wrestlers have a union or anything. Once you sign the contract, you locked in and... I mean, once it's over, they don't have to pay you more. I don't know. You see it in other sports all the time where uh, the t- uh, Tom Brady took a lot of pay cuts because he's making a lot of money elsewhere. But why can't you renegotiate some of the contracts and maybe the wrestlers agree to take a little bit more so they can stay on? Because once that 90 days is up, 
you know, they don't have a paycheck after that, and they got to go back on that independent grind. So I don't like it when they cut people. But like I said, I'm sure they crunch the numbers and everything. Yeah, I mean, make it makes sense. It sucks that people, you know, lost their job or whatever. But it, yeah, it's gonna happen. Um, it's not a mom- also. Um, I forgot who said this, but they uh, noted that a lot of people on that list are wrestlers that Triple H rehired when Vince was gone. I don't know. It's a little peculiar. <laughs> as soon uh, as Vince I'd have, gets to, I'd have to look through it. I don't, I don't right know out about the door that. I mean, Dolph was already there. Elias was already there. Mustafa Ali was there. Top Dollar, that's one. Emma. Uh, that I know of, that's only two people on the list. Emma and Top Dollar. Everybody else is already there. Um, but, like, it's not. WWE is no longer a family business. It's no longer a mom and pop shop, right? Like, you would just have to deal with Vince back in the day. Now they're a corporation. They're merged, TKO or whatever. There's no telling how many bosses they got. So it's no longer a, a family thing. Now it's it's a literal fucking business where they fire people. You know, they, they get rid of people that they don't think are bringing the money in for them. And sad to say, like, the people on this list, like, weren't. Really, like nobody's showing up to go see most of these people. I think you need bodies for when you go on the road and do these shows, though. I mean, I agree. Sometimes they say less is more. Sometimes I think sometimes more is more. I mean, we see the same matches on Rob pretty much every week and just variations of them. Uh, Why not start to build some of these people you aren't utilizing and put them in spots where they don't have to be champions or anything, but they could, you know, throw a little freshening and seasoning on what you already got. But like I said, I'm not a booker. I don't know. So sure, they made it make sense behind the scenes. As long as they're getting paid more. Yeah, exactly. I don't um, know, man. So let, let's talk some bloodline. It's been a while, I feel like, since we've talked the bloodline. Uh, you got Jay Uso running around on Raw, causing a lot of ruckus. You know, a lot of people don't like him. A lot of people do like him. He's involved in the main event scene. Then over on SmackDown, you got Jimmy Uso, who went from like he's the reason all this shit started to now like forcing his way back into the bloodline and like trying to take over. Uh, Roman hasn't been seen since the night after SummerSlam had been on TV. We talked about the bloodline storyline jumping the shark a while ago. Is it over? Is it? Are they just on pause now because Roman's not there? But if that's the case, why put Jay on Raw? You know, because honestly, and this is just my opinion, and I'll ask you how you feel about it. The last month, month and a half of the bloodline story has proved to me that it should be Jay that beats Roman. Because without Jay and Roman tying it all in together, the bloodline's not can't miss TV anymore. Like, I don't give a fuck about Jimmy and Solo and John Cena. I gotta watch it. But I'm not, like, going out of my way. Like, oh, shit, the bloodline music hit. Like, to me, without Jay and Roman, the bloodline story's not. It ain't hitting for me anymore. 
I think that Roman not being there leaves a big void in the product. And I kind of don't mind them separating Jimmy and Jay to extend the storyline because we all know they're probably trying to set themselves up to have that match later down the road. But I think it's just Roman not being there. Of course, Jay's pretty integral to the story, but Roman's your champion and he's not on TV. So, you know, you feel that void, like I said, that's being left there without him. So... I think it's a, a Roman not being there thing. And as far as Jay taking the title off Roman, storyline-wise, it makes sense. But I don't I don't know. They gotta they gotta heat it back up again. And they can do it easily. I mean, I feel like Jay makes an entrance on Monday Night Raw, and the only person getting a bigger reaction is Cody. He's past Rollins. He's past Becky. He's past everybody but Cody pretty much when he comes out on Raw. Um, which I think is a good thing. Like, go ahead. I was about to say, I was just thinking about you saying he had a bigger pop than Seth. And I've said this occasionally a few times in the past shows. Is it Seth or is it is it the theme song? Because he's out there like pandering to the crowd. Now now sing my music. I don't hear any Rollins, Rollins chants. Yeah, I don't know. And I was thinking, I was afraid that with Jay's music, with them singing along and him doing a little hand sign, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And people are going to love that. But are they going to get behind? They're behind them. They chant his name. They chant for him during the match. Like, they're 100% behind him. And like we always say, you got to strike while the iron's hot. Like, you can only you can only have this guy come up short so many times before people give up on him. He'll end up another Dolph Ziggler. Hey, isn't Dolph Ziggler a two-time world champion? Do you remember him? You remember him cashing in. Honestly, I didn't know he was a two-time world champion. I don't remember his second title win. I remember the night after WrestleMania, him cashing in on Del Rio, and then he had to give it up because he had a concussion. So, yeah, he is a two-time world champion, but they're forgettable. Hey, I wasn't even watching when he won the titles, but Every time he's out in the match, the commentators reminded me that he's a two-time world champion. His cash-in was one of the best ones because people people wanted him to cash in at WrestleMania and leading up to WrestleMania, he never did it. And then when he came out, Del Rio had fought Jack Swagger at WrestleMania and Swagger, like, fucked his leg up. But then Del Rio fought him again the next night after Raw. And when Dolph came and cashed in, the crowd fucking went crazy. But then Del Rio kicked out of Dolph's uh, move and ended up hooking Dolph in the, what was Del Rio's fucking, he had a submission move. I can't remember the name of it. Was it, was it that armbar? Yeah, that's what it was. It was the armbar. He got Dolph in that armbar, and that crowd lost their shit, EJ. And in some kind of way, Dolph like twerked his, torqued his leg or whatever that was injured. And when he got up and hit that fucking move that he has, the zigzag, boy, that fucking crowd went crazy. And Dolph is a heel. Well, so I, uh, Del Rio, Del Rio was the face. No, Del, Del Rio was yeah, Del Rio was the face because he was going against Swagger, and Swagger was doing his un-American thing where, and this was so lame. Like Swagger and Zeb Coulter, which is Dutch Mantel, they had to come out and post a video 
saying that they really don't mean all the racist stuff they were saying on TV. They're just actors because the WWE got so much backlash over what they were saying on a weekly basis. Lame. But, um, yeah, that's like occasionally I'll go back and watch some of the stuff that I missed while I wasn't watching. And that's something that I went back and watched. And he got a monstrous pop. Even though I didn't really know the storyline surrounding it, I went back and watched that. And yeah, he was over it. I wonder why they didn't strike while the iron was hot, like you said, though. They tried to. He got hurt. Oh, he got hurt. You did mention that. Huh? Yeah, he got a concussion he liked that like, sometime. like a couple weeks after he got the title. Yeah. And seems like they never put him back in that position. And he was uh feuding with Kofi. This was right when it, like I think it was right around the time when they got the Fox deal or they started on Fox. And he when he was like, It should have been me. <laughs> and they, they didn't put the strap on him then. So I wonder if that I mean, was a thing that Ali was supposed to be saying and maybe Ali was hurt again. <laughs> yeah. It, it seemed like you could just plug that in right to what Ali said as well. Yeah. But, I mean, Ziggler was with the company for, what, 20 years or so? He's been more than for a while, at least the early 2000s, early to mid-2000s with the Spirit Squad. And I know we are talking about Budline, but did Dolph underperform, or did he perform as expected as far as, like, his expectations? Compared to where he started, he overachieved, I think. I think his career over – I mean, it was four guys in the Spirit Squad. He's the only ones that – well – Kenny, I think, works backstage now. Kenny Dykstra. But Dolph was the one that stuck around the whole time, and the rest of them got released and went on to do whatever they did in life, and here he is still in WWE all these years later. That's that's fair. But every time that, you know, I heard somebody giving praise on Dolph Ziggler, they are like, he's Shawn Michaels reincarnated, mixed with Billy Gunn. That's high expectations to live up to. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's a bad thing to do too, is to put those kind of expectations on people. Yeah, that's true. It rarely pans out unless you're Randy Orton <laughs> or Brock Lesnar. The next big thing actually panned out to be the next big thing. Yeah. But yeah, kind of went off on a tangent. We were talking about <laughs> the bloodline. But um Wait, I don't know when is is Roman even scheduled to come back anytime soon? I don't know. The the new the pay-per-view match is supposed to be John Cena versus and a partner of his choosing versus Jimmy and Solo. Uh rumor has it that Cena was supposed to get saved by LA Knight this week and he tested positive for COVID and had to leave the building. So they're putting LA Knight in the bloodline storyline a week after he fucking said I'll beat Roman Reigns too. So your boys uh they putting your boy in, in, in the top spot. Let's see how he swims. They putting him in the deep water. I mean, like we've always said, he's no Brian Danielson in the ring, but I'm sure he'll hold his own. And of course, he'll hold his own on the mic. Um, I don't know. I feel like the story's like all over the place. How do you feel about John Cena being re-injected in back to the storyline? I don't mind it. I, you know, uh, I'm not the biggest Jimmy Uso fan, but... I think him being across from John Cena and putting Solo in that universe with John Cena also is a good thing. And then I think L.A. Knight being in it is also good. Like, I I think all three of them are going to benefit from being in this thing with John Cena. No, 
definitely the John Cena rub, and you don't have to hear fans complaining about Cena burying anybody because he's just here for a good time at this point. <laughs> he ain't got no job like Craig. <laughs> with that right of strike. But uh, I guess I'm fine with it. I think they're going to be in my neck of the woods next week, too. So maybe I'll go to it. For what, Raw or uh, SmackDown? SmackDown? Man, I wish SmackDown would come back to Atlanta. SmackDown was the show. I'm so mad that Raw came three weeks before Jay came to Raw. I was like, really? Really? Jay, yeah, man. Like you said, Jay's over. Um, this When's the last time SmackDown been to Atlanta? It's been a, a, at least over a year. For some reason, Raw comes here more often than SmackDown does. Man, I thought he was gonna be like, "Ain't been there like in three years." It was just there last year. They'll be back. No, around. I don't know. I don't know for a fact they were here last year. Because if they would have been here last year, I would have went to it. Unless I just couldn't for whatever reason. I'm. I'm just having. It's been at least a year is what I'm saying. But the last SmackDown I went to was fucking right after Becky Lynch became the man. Like she she didn't even have a T-shirt yet. Like she had to make her own shirts. That's how long ago it's been since I was at SmackDown. See, that's the that's the I guess one thing about living in a big city like Atlanta is you know they kind of spread it out a little bit. They probably alternate, but since I'm like in the middle of like they're not they're not a cities as big as Atlanta, but they're two like mid mid major cities. They got sports teams, Kansas City and St. Louis. Yeah, they, SmackDown was here last year in Kansas City and. Like now, next week they're gonna be in St. Louis, so I guess they switch them around like that. Didn't you go to AEW like two weeks in a row? Yeah, cause they yeah, cause they were in Kansas City one week and St. Louis the next week, and I'm right in between it, so it's convenient for that. But yeah, SmackDown is the show I gravitate towards, so I'm leaning towards going to it. I'd like them to have an NXT pay per view here. Oh uh, yeah, I, I I would like to, I would want them to, but they're going. To I could see them uh going to that arena that you went to AEW for NXT pay per view. Yeah, um, they did a house show. They used to run a house show loop here in uh, Atlanta, the same place that Impact comes here, Center Stage, uh, years ago, and they would come here a lot. Like I remember, Lacey Evans was there, Ricochet, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, like. All of them were in the same class, and they were out here. I want to think FTR was here, too. Like, it was a lot of people here. I have to go back and look at those pictures. Uh, your boy Velveteen Dream, Gargano, Zaya uh, Lee. Like, they were loaded when they came here that time. And what they would do is they would park the NXT bus out front of the building, and they would all get out and walk while we were all in line So like, I got like pictures of me and Ricochet and I think I took a picture with one other person. But I remember seeing Zia Lee in person. I was just like, ooh. Another underutilized talent. Where is Zia Lee? I don't know, but I'm glad her name wasn't on this list. Hey, she would definitely be picked up by AEW if she got dropped. I don't know about I AEW, but I know Impact Impact will use Zia Lee well, I think. Oh, Impact's yeah. women's division is really good. Uh I saw Dana Brooke talking about doing OnlyFans and not talking about wrestling. Like, I think Dana Brooke would do good with like going to Impact or NWA. But uh, we're just not gonna glaze over that. You said she wants to do OnlyFans. Yeah, Mandy Rose is talking about how 
she makes more money now than ever in her life because she's on OnlyFans. And Dana Brooke like retweeted her and was like, maybe it's time I did that. Oh my God, the cameraman just did the most perverted thing. Uh, Chase U is talking to JC Jane and Thea walks in and JC Jane's got her all slutted up. And the cameraman literally like went all the way down to her feet and back up her legs like they used to do fucking Velvet Sky. She's wearing like a little leather skirt and shit like that. I don't know. She's good looking, but I just feel I feel grimy. Like she was just 19. in high school. Yeah. <laughs> she was just in high school. She's a little like. pervy. But um Yeah, I mean all those uh, women that wanna get their money on OnlyFans. I'm not mad at it. Get your money, but it won't be my money. <laughs> I wonder how sustainable it is. Like I mean, Mandy I Rose's been gone for a year and she's doing well. Yeah, but is Dana Brooke Mandy Rose? might not be for everybody if she's 30 percent of what mandy rose is and mandy rose made a million dollars in a month yeah but i think mandy rose is talented i would like to see her wrestle again but Look, she's making more money it's not even worth you know, using your bump card up if i'm a hot fucking woman's wrestler and i got released by wwe i'm just going all in on OnlyFans for like two years and i'm retiring if you don't, it depends though, right? Like if you don't have anybody that, like if you don't have kids or you don't have family that will be quote unquote disappointed in you, it's your life. You do whatever you want. But if you're willing to do whatever you're willing to do, then like who gives a fuck? Like you're not doing anything illegal. It's an actual job. Like so what? Take advantage of your fame. Use that shit up for two or three years and then retire. Nobody will ever see you again. You know? I don't know the. Uh, statistics behind OnlyFans. I think three enough, three years doing it is enough to retire. Again, everybody's not Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose said when she got fired from WWE, her fan site, she made a million dollars the first month. When she joined OnlyFans, OnlyFans, I didn't even know OnlyFans had a Twitter account. I'm scrolling through and OnlyFans is promoting the fact that Mandy Rose is about to come to OnlyFans. She said in an interview, that this is life-changing money that she's making. She gets on there and probably like shows her boobs here and there. So what? They do this shit in Playboy all the time. Way less money. Okay, that changes things. I thought you said a million dollars a year. You said a million dollars a month. No, that, she made a million dollars the first month. If if you if you make that for three years straight, then yeah, you could you could well, retire. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna make that three years straight. But say you make like three or four million dollars for a couple years like do you really need more money than that to live off of the rest of your life you you pocket six million dollars in two years some of that got to go to uncle sam but if you invest it wisely then yeah you should be able to right and she's got off that and we're just talking about mandy rose right she's got like her and sonya got the donut business she's got like fitness stuff that she does um so she's investing her money in other stuff but again not everybody's mandy rose but we're just talking about Dana Brooke because she's the one that said it. Dana Brooke gets on there and is like, hers is a little racier than Mandy Rose and the word gets out. Like, fucking neckbeards are going to buy that shit. Perverts. <laughs> don't ju- uh, don't it, judge it, people, EJ. Might hey. have to fucking do it for research purposes. I call it like I see it. <laughs> but shout out to all the pervs out there. Uh, isn't uh, Lacey Evans on there too? 
Yeah. She got her one. Soon soon as she left WWE, she ain't fucking around. And she's got uh like two kids, so I think the stigma around, you know, showing racy pictures is going down as the years pass by and people are more progressive. Like I said, I'm not mad at it. Get your money. I mean Yeah, in in a way, like if you think about how we were as kids, like if me and you were friends and I knew your mom was like doing shit online like you would catch hell at school but like cool talk about my mom doing all this stuff and then you're paying money to see my mom doing stuff meanwhile i'm living in a nice fucking house (laughs) like i don't have to worry about the lights being on like whatever like i mean kids are obviously too young to put that kind of stuff in perspective but i don't know it's it's to me i think we're in a time now where Stuff like that's way more accepted. Like, would you rather they be like strippers or something like that? Where it's dangerous? They're doing this shit where they can control who's seeing and what they're seeing, and nobody's there to like try anything. You know what I mean? I I agree with you, but I guess WWE still has a problem with it because they're a family product, and you can't do it on their dime, which I think is kind of stupid. Well, when you're making more money doing that than what WWE paid you. Fuck them. <laughs> That's all you can say. Does uh, AEW let you do OnlyFans? I never really thought about that. I don't. I mean, I think Tony Storm has one. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, she had one before she got there. AEW doesn't doesn't really care about uh, the the third party stuff, which is what OnlyFans technically is. So they'd be very hypocritical if they were like, "Oh yeah, you can have a Twitch, but you can't have an OnlyFans." Yeah, even with uh, booking like they let you book indie shows unless it's not a rival company on a national level. If it's not uh, televised, yeah, um, a little bit more lax, but what they let the wrestlers do. Sorry. It seems like the perfect situation if you still want to wrestle for a major company and you got released, but they can't hire everybody. Interesting though. Trying to turn my captions on over here while I'm watching NXT in the background. About to be a contract signing going down. Um, Speaking of, the contract signing that's happening is Becky Lynch and Tiffany Stratton at WWE No Mercy. Uh, Is that this weekend? That is this weekend. Here's here's what I don't like. If you want to pull the card up, uh, we can go ahead and make our predictions for it. Here's what I don't like. Becky posted a picture mm-hmm. of her and all the dates she's going to be hitting with NXT. It was like eight mm-hmm. or nine dates. The third date that was on there was No Mercy. Why would she still be performing with NXT if she's not the champion? They basically just told us Becky's going to win on Saturday. Yeah, I don't, I don't get why you're showing your hand like that either. I guess for ticket sales or ratings, maybe. So are ticket sales more important than people tuning in to see? Again, we yeah, we, we don't we don't For run the business, is. yeah. So, but yeah, she's yeah. she's touring with NXT. Nah, yeah, I don't like them promoting it like that either. Because uh, you're basically saying we don't have to watch your product because we know she's gonna be a champion <laughs> at this date. So just tune in to to see highlights of it, basically. 
I actually watched the show. I don't like that. Yeah. But I got the I got the card up if you want to run through it. Yeah, let's do that. NXT No Mercy 2023. You like how they uh brought back the No Mercy brand? I wish they bring the video game back. That video game did slap. A lot of late nights as a 12-year-old yeah. spent by me. Fucking remote controls covered in Cheetos off my fingers. <laughs> That's just like eating Cheetos and drinking. Yep. So I'm sure uh, they only got five matches on there so far. That's probably all they'll have. You think they might announce more matches tonight? Is Braun Breaker and uh, Baron Corbin on there? Yep, that's okay. on there. That'll, I was going to say, that'll probably get announced. I'm guessing the uh, winner... Match number the... one listed Noam Dar versus Butch. British rules match for the NXT Heritage Cup. They're still doing the Heritage Cup right now, though. Oh? Really? I There was literally a match earlier for the Heritage Cup. That's why I, I was like, damn, look at... Uh, I can't think of her name now. Jakar? What's her name? Jakar Jackson? Yeah. Boy, you're going to love what she was wearing. <laughs> I don't uh, know. That's what they got listed on here. Yeah. Well, give me a... I'll take Noam Dar. Yeah, I'll go with Noam Dar, too. It's, they got something going on with this metaphor. Not a trio, whatever you call four people quartet. So I'll take Noam Dar, that British Rounds Heritage Cup. It, you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of this is when I first started dipping my toes watching it, and when Impact had that uh, grand championship. Yeah. Yeah, like rules. I yeah. still don't completely understand the rules, but. I remember hey. Impact tried to do like. Rounds and scoring in their wrestling. Was that the grand championship? I think that might be something separate because when they did um the thousandth episode, they had a judge in the back. They're like, we're gonna take it back to like we did way back in the day when we first started and we have a judge in the back. So I think that's something separate. I don't yeah. know if I was watching when they did that. Yeah, they used to do rounds and you could score points in the rounds like a UFC fight, but it was a wrestling match. I couldn't get into it. That's that's what the grand championship was. You had rounds and whatnot, but yeah, I think just keep the two concepts separate. Yeah. Uh this this can't be the second match, so I'm gonna skip around. We got Dirty Dominic Mysterio versus Axiom or Dragon Lee or Tyler Bates. So I'm guessing they're gonna hash that out tonight because with the absence of Ali, I guess they gotta plug somebody in there. With them having to plug somebody in there, give me Dirty Dom. Uh, if it's anybody but Tyler Bate, I'll pick Dominic. But if it's Tyler huh. Bate, I'll pick Tyler Bate. Huh. A lot of confidence in Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate's that guy. He is. Former NXT world champ or NXT UK champion. He's not Dom, though. Damn. I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This would be the perfect time for them to swerve us and pull the trigger with like a Tyler Bate, but I think you know they're still trying to 
squeeze some juice with the bloodline having all the gold. Not the bloodline. Uh, Judgment Day having all the gold. So I'm taking Dirty Dom. And a match you talked about earlier, we got Braun Breaker versus Baron Corbin in a singles match. I feel like Corbin's uh, got to win. Huh. You think Corbin? I mean, he fucking loses every pay-per-view match on the main roster. Now he's going to come to NXT and lose too? Yeah. He already much. lost to Carmelo. <laughs> like, damn, what's he got? What is he? What's he got to go to AEW to start winning? Maybe. Cesaro land. Um... So you got Corbin. What are they doing with Corbin at this point? Like you said, usually when they send somebody back down to NXT, it's to usually put a fresh coat of paint on them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I opened my phone to look at uh, to look at our notes and shit, and I was on Instagram, and Britney Spears is on there. And this, this bitch is crazy. <laughs> hey, you know what they say about the crazy ones? You know, I mean, yeah, I, 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 hey, I would, but hey, she's just she's, she needs. I don't, she's I'm she hasn't done OnlyFans yet. She's in a pink bikini with high heels on on a stripper pole, like dancing crazy. So, some somebody was saying, well, not somebody. Everybody was saying, <laughs> but this happened recently. How how much off the deep end she's been and how crazy she is, and I'm like. Maybe she's crazy like a fox because, you know, oh, when yeah. you're dealing with entertainers in Hollywood, everybody's a little bit off to even getting that, you know, industry. So she might be a more, little bit more calculated than what people give her credit for. I think you're right. I think I don't I don't think she's completely sane, but I don't think she's as crazy as she's coming off as like she's staying relevant, whether people want exactly. to like it or not. So. Shout out to Britney Spears. I didn't think we have a Britney Spears reference tonight, but I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Uh, what were you say? Brock, Brown Breaker and Corbin? I got Corbin. Uh, they love them some Brown Breaker, so give me Brown Breaker. Brown Breaker? I thought, I thought it was fucking Dominic Toretto out there. <laughs> Family. <laughs> uh, are, you, are you talking about uh, that one group with uh, uh, scripts? No, I'm talking about uh, Braun Breaker. He looks like Dominic Toretto now. He got his fucking, he got a big tan always coming out in the little fucking tank top with a necklace on. <laughs> Man, that's a stretch, but I guess I can see it now you said the, the tank top. <laughs> uh, so, this what should maybe the co-main event, maybe the main event. We got Becky Lynch, the champion. Versus Tiffany Stratton in an Extreme Rules match for the NXT Women's Championship. Guess I'll go first since you went first last time. Uh, give me Becky Lynch to retain. Yeah, same. I got Becky. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did over a million people watching her win the title, and they had eight hundred thousand, the same amount as AEW. They had eight hundred thousand people watching NXT while she's on there. She might be the real needle mover. Yeah, numbers don't lie. Men lie, women lie, but numbers don't. I mean, Seth was on NXT fighting. Then he defended against Breaker, and mm-hmm. a million people didn't watch that shit. But Becky showed up to fight Tiffany Stratton, and you got over a million people tuned in. Like, they might keep her down there for a while and keep her on Monday Night Raw. And then she might go to fucking Ari, whatever his name is, at TKO, and be like, "What's up, player? 
We need to talk about my contract. <laughs> you working me all these dates. Hey, you're going to have to break that bag out, player. Yeah. Give me some of that Dana uh, Brooke money y'all saved. <laughs> or the Dolph Ziggler uh, money. Give me some of that Dolph Ziggler money. He's probably making a he's probably making some grip. Probably a couple oh, million yeah, a year. He definitely had a million dollar contract or so. Had I don't know his pockets. I ain't pocket watching my guy like that, but yeah, you got some money. Give me some of that money y'all making off of these uh shows uh over there at UFC for random uh Weekend, weekend, uh, fight night cars where y'all have this gate money. Give me some of that money. Uh, but yeah, like we both got Becky Lynch. That was a pretty easy pick. Yep. Uh, for the NXT championship, we got Carmelo Hayes and Ilya Dragunov. I feel like it gets Melo. Melo don't miss. Yeah, I feel like every time I think this is gonna be when they take it off of Melo, he just keeps fucking winning. He's been champ for what, like eight months now? Since Mania. That's it. Yeah. Man, I thought he got it before Mania. I guess he he hadn't that, that long of a reign. I'm still picking Melo too. I'm picking Melo till he doesn't fucking win. It's gonna be a good match. Ilya could go. And uh I know they're still doing NXT right now, but I was, I was almost hundred percent sure that Wesley would somehow be injected back into this match, but he just walked off of NXT and like no explanation. So, dragging off one of the only men in WWE to pin Gunther. Yeah, I was thinking that they might try to bring him up to the main roster and have him do it again. If they're not gonna do it with Chad Gable, they haven't. Bronson Reed squashed the whole Alpha Academy <laughs> for some reason. Well, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. But that's that's the whole card so far, unless they announce any matches on NXT tonight. Um, Wrestle Dream. Honestly, Wrestle Dream's what like two, three weeks from now. Oh, it's this weekend. Is it really? Yeah. Oh damn. And I saw that you said, does it really pique your interest? How come? I don't really give a fuck about it. I don't know. It's it's just another random pay-per-view put together with Tony Khan dream matches. Like, none of them really mean anything. Oh, boy. Gigi Dolan on TV. Like. Oh, what happened? We we sound like. Oh, no. I sound like a broken record. Once we actually get to the card and these matches get going, you know they're going to slap. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll watch it, but I'm not like, I might watch it the next morning or something. It's not, can't miss. It's not like All In was. It's not like, you know, I would say All Out, but All Out was trash this year until you actually watched it. It's not like a normal AEW pay-per-view where I have to see it when it comes on. I'll, I'll check in on Twitter, see what everybody's saying about it. I might watch it drinking coffee Sunday morning before football comes on. I might not. But or I'm sorry, Monday, because AW shows are on. Yeah, it's even worse. It's on a Sunday <laughs> night. No, I, I might not watch this shit till next weekend. And the charm about AW in the beginning is that they had less pay per views, and now it's getting more saturated. And I don't know if I like that because they just announced a December pay per view, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Like, you expecting fans to 
kick out fifty dollars for all these pay per views you're throwing out? It seems a little absurd. So I'm hoping the rumors are true and they're supposed to be added to HBO Max's uh, sports tier. And if so, then you definitely need to throw all these extra shows on there because the the, the average fan ain't kicking out fifty dollars for Wrestle Dream or whatever you name your December pay per view. We're still in the month of September. All Out was in September. And All In was the last week of August. So in one month, in less than 30 days, you've had three pay-per-views on TV that you want people to pay $50 for. Fuck you. And we've been kind of spoiled as fans since WWE Network, but back before the network, you had to pay... How much were they charging for pay-per-view? Whatever. Every 40, month. 40, 50 bucks, but they weren't, it wasn't three times in a month, though. This is three times in 30 days. Yeah. The all-in and all-out, back-to-back, you know, that's kind of brutal. Especially asking fans to pay. But, I don't know. I'm sure they got people crunching numbers and they're making some money off of it. Or if they're losing money, I'm sure they wouldn't put these pay-per-views on. I wouldn't be mad at them doing a monthly pay-per-view whether they're on max or not, but these back-to-back pay-per-views and three times in 30 days, like we're not doing it. Honestly, I think it would help their storyline if they had pay-per-views every month. I think they go on cruise control for like the first month after a pay-per-view and then they kind of try to heat it up after that. I think it would, it would keep their storytelling a little bit better if they had a pay-per-view every month. And that's kind of what they were doing with the, you know, you have the TV specials, but I feel like they've, you know, not put as much emphasis on those. So I think you're right. If they did have monthly pay-per-views, it would help them with month-to-month storyline. But you can't you can't get away with that unless you go on on a max or something like that. Because like we've been spoiled for the past ten years as fans, as far as not having to pay. You want me to tell you how much of an old man I am, EJ? Let's hear it. There's a commercial on about kitchen knives and they're like cutting fucking pineapples and avocados and shit's going through so smooth. And I'm just like, I think I want those knives. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, when you get older and you start doing shit like cooking a lot more and you don't realize like how, how much a good set of knives like makes shit so much easier. When you get older, little stuff like that excites you. Even me, uh, when I'm seeing something coming on Amazon, a little house supplies that I need, I'm like, I can't wait till this stuff come through the mail. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just got like a, a six prong wall outlet. I'm like, man, this is going to make my range in my bathroom so much better when this comes in. I can't wait. The 12 year old me would slap myself right now. Right. You've been excited about like video games and toys and shit like that. Now I'm like, those fucking kitchen knives, man. Do I need them? I just, I just got kitchen knives when I moved here, but those look way better. I got a set of Dallas Cowboy kitchen knives. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They're blue. I got, uh, I don't remember what the brand is, but mine are black. My blades are black and everything's black on them. And they're so like, ridiculously nice like I just cut through every fucking thing that I'm doing yeah man a good knife is, is uh, underrated I think <laughs> are the tag titles not being defended on NXT this weekend because I'm watching uh, 
the family and they're having dinner with uh fuck what's their names they used to do the kiss cam with the women hispanic uh, guys los lotharios that wasn't their name was it yeah it was i'm pretty sure los lotharios with uh angel garza and yeah hector yep H- hector uh whatever his last name Anyway, yeah. they're all sitting at a table now, and then two white dudes walked in and sat down with them. I don't know who they are. Maybe that's another match they announced because, yeah. you know, usually NXT they do less matches, but five seems a little bit thin. Maybe five seems like that. a good amount for NXT, I think. Because yeah. NXT, they usually give them time. You know, you got five matches for 20 minutes. That's almost two hours right there. Take away entrances and whatever other kind of filler you put in there. True. Well, they might say the tag team match for another day. I want to be mad at that. Uh, did you want to run through this Wrestle Dream card real quickly? I, mean, I don't want to, but we can. <laughs> I'm so, I'm I'm cold on AEW right now. I really am. Like, I don't know. I just they're not doing it for me. Man, you like what you like. It comes in waves sometimes. And I I've feel been bad because stuff. It's, it's a lot of people there that I like and. I just, it ain't, I've, I've said this a lot tonight. It's not must-see television like it used to be. Like, I used to have to watch Dynamite. Now, I don't give a fuck if I watch Dynamite. Like, I'll watch it before we record, hopefully. And then Collision comes on, and, like, if I'm at home, I'll watch it. But, like, I watched Collision this week. It was a hunk of shit. I was bored out of my mind watching Collision. I don't even remember what happened on. No, I take that back. I remember Brian and Ricky Starks match on Collision. Hey, we'll probably get into this with the power rankings. I really enjoyed Jay White and Andrade. I, I, what happened to Andrade's friends? I thought he had people with him when he came to AEW. He just gets jumped every week now. He he did. He had a. Then he had Roosh. He had Roosh with him in. Yeah. Bruce's brother. And then the guy from the Dark Order. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll tie that back in. They went to Mexico and <laughs> got kidnapped. And like, stayed over there. It's like, fuck it, dog. Yeah. You got that on your own. Yeah, they, had, they were running vignettes with them going to Mexico and getting kidnapped. So That's funny. I don't know. Maybe they'll tie back in. I mean, yeah. Uh, like you said, I mean, it's just not for you right now. I feel like I've been kind of going through that with raw i feel like i just seen the same thing every week i like the jay uso stuff so and i'm sure there's little things here and there you like about AEW, but like i said it comes in waves raw has been repetitive with the judgment day and sammy and ko stuff but i feel like other like this is the most interested i've been in drew mcintyre in years you have uh, yeah he hasn't really been doing it for me but I can see that because he's finally starting to show some grit out there, as Edge would say. Trying to show a little bit of that that aggressive side by just leaving people out there to get their asses kicked. Yeah. I can see that. But, yeah. But, uh, I, like I said, I enjoyed uh, Grand Slam. Like We may talk about that a little later after we run through this car, but just want to run through this car real quick. Yeah, let's do that. So, match number one, this is a dream match, quote-unquote. 
with Brian Danielson and Rutgers guy Zach Sanford Jr. I got Danielson. Hmm. I, I, I really thought Danielson was going to beat, well, not beat, lose to Ricky Starks, and they still had Danielson winning. He should have, but because he's in a prominent match at the next fucking pay-per-view, they couldn't have him lose. Uh, give me Zack Sabre Jr. just for that. Hmm. Think Starks is going to get involved? Yeah, I can see that happen. And then they have the, even though it's not a rubber match, they have Stark finally go over. In a well, he already match. beat. He already beat Brian. He beat him in a tag team match. He lost to the strap match. I thought he beat him in a one on one match on Collision. Uh, he beat Punk. He beat Punk. He hasn't beaten Danielson. It was Big Bill in uh in the Starks that beat Danielson and Claudio. Okay. Yeah, he so, did be punk. Yeah, give me, give me Zack Sabre Jr. And the uh, match number two, they have uh, Hangman Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland singles match. You no, know I'm who? You get Swerve. I'm not either, but you know who I'm excited about seeing Prince What's Nana. The, hey, he's gotten over. He's gotten over <laughs> with his little dances. <laughs> Swerve, swerve when I drive. <laughs> he looked like the drunk ass uncle in the backyard dancing at the barbecue. He is so good. He is so good. Same little dance move too. Like he ain't switched it up at all. He just does the same dance over and over again. But it's it's so good. Uncle Nana, getting a swerve dance. Uh, we both got Strickland, so that was easy. For the AEW World Tag Team Championship, FTR versus Aussie Open. Aussie Open couldn't even beat fucking MJF and Adam Cole. How are they going to beat FTR? Exactly. That's why I'm picking FTR. <laughs> uh, who am I going to pick on this one? I guess I'll go with FTR. Fuck the revival. <laughs> uh, was that a was that a Young Bucks clip? That was Cody. That was Cody. Uh, didn't they do that on Being the Elite? Yeah, they did it That's on Being the Elite. Cody was doing that shit all the time now. That's he would he would just randomly be like, "Fuck the revival." That Being the Elite was good back then, man. Again, something that was can't miss. Like I would literally watch that shit every Monday at the gym on the elliptical. I'd be like, hell yeah, being the elite's coming on. It was Cody, even the Bucks, Hangman, uh, SCU was on there when they would go from town to town. It was just really good back then. But yeah, Cody would, they'd be like at a photo shoot or something like that. And Cody would be like, hey, come here. And he'd like lean in close to him and be like, fuck the revival. <laughs> it was so good. Now that being ugly, he's a steaming pile of shit. So. Yeah, just like the Young Bucks. <laughs> Next match, better than you, Bay Bay, Adam Cole, MJF, versus the Righteous. Who? The Righteous. Who's the Righteous? It's Vincent and Dutch. The guys from uh, AW Swerve's, Swerve's group. No. 
And that's what I'm talking about. It goes AEW again, mixing that ROH shit. They don't really high, uh, show, show, uh, highlight them on TV. It showcase them. That's the way I'm looking for it. Is that not TV. the? Is that not the, like the light skinned black dude and the other guy? No, it's Vincent is the guy. I don't know if you watched Impact last year. He's the guy with honor no more. The guy with the dreads who allegedly was going to be a part of Bray Wyatt six, and then that's just some big big white guy who walks around like he's Colonel Sanders in the in the eighteen hundreds or whatever. I have no fucking idea who you're talking about. And they expect me to drop $50 on this. But that being said, I'm choosing the champions to retain. Yeah, give me. Is Adam Cole even able to wrestle? Oh, yeah. They still got it listed. But this is Wikipedia, so you know how accurate they are. We'll find out tomorrow. Yeah, I guess we'll find out tomorrow. That's so AEW. What's that? (laughs) Motherfucker doing a run-in. Jumps off the ramp, and apparently it was just a little too tall for him, and rolls his fucking ankle. Hey, those are the breaks. Shit happens. <laughs> fucking Titus Next. O'Neil slid from fucking halfway down the aisle to under the ring. He got back up. He was fine. Adam Cole jumps off a ramp four to six weeks on IR. <laughs> I remember it when that happened to Titus. The IWC about to lose this shit. They're like. You shouldn't laugh at that. He could have died. It's stuff under the ring that you don't even know about. <laughs> that up. shit was funny. He was, like, he was going down Crocodile Isle back in the day. Hey, even he made fun of it. So He got a t-shirt out of it. That boy got money out of it. Yeah. Let's uh, go to the next match. We got Chris Jericho and the Golden Elite versus the Don Callis family. Takeshita and Sammy Guevara and Will Ospreay. Why in the fuck is Chris Jericho with the Golden Elite? All the shit he's done to them, now all of a sudden they're just like, oh, everybody turned on you, we'll be friends with you. Uh, I, I didn't watch a lot of New Japan when Jericho was there. Uh, wasn't it like he enemies with Omega? Yeah, he went and fought Omega in New Japan. They had like a, I think they had a trilogy. Maybe not in New Japan, but they had more than one match. I know they had matches in AEW. Only thing I could think of is the enemy of my enemy is my friend in this situation. But I don't know. The only reason I'd watch this is to see Will Ospreay and Omega go at it some more. Which we thought was going to happen at All In, but you got Jericho and Ospreay. Well, um, they're probably going to wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom more than likely. But True. also, like, if they don't, I'm fine with it. Like, they don't need to overdo Omega versus Osprey. But I wouldn't mind them getting involved in a multi-man match. But as far as a one-on-one match, you can only do matches like that a certain amount of times before they get old. True. This one is a little hard to pick. Also, I, I did like that Sammy went heel because he's a terrible baby face in this iteration of him. Yeah. The old, with Don Callis. the old Shawn Michaels uh, and uh, HBK Jericho throwback. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. Yeah, they did. They recreated that, and some wrestling nerds were like, "He wore the same tights or some bullshit." Oh, I don't pay attention to that, man. I shit you not. Like I was watching that, 
And as soon as they hugged, I was like, this looks a lot like Jericho and Shawn Michaels. So when Sammy kicked him in the nuts, I was like, are they doing this on purpose? And I thought, nah, I've had too much whiskey. I'm, I'm making shit up. And then when I got on Twitter, everybody was talking about it. I was like, oh, shit, I was right. Yeah, I mean, good callback to that, even though that's not in your company. But <laughs> hey, one of the guys was there. Still a, still a thing. A guy that you looked up to, you fucking turn on him and kick him in the nuts. True that. Uh, but who you got in this? Uh, I got the Callis family. You stole my pick. That's who I'm going to pick, too. I'm hoping that they're going to keep progressing this story. But it's finally another member in the family besides Takeshita. So I guess they're doing a slow burn with that. So you got Takeshita, Osprey, and Guevara uh-huh. versus Jericho and... The Golden Elite, Omega and Kota Ibushi. Ah. Uh. I wonder if they're ever going to give Ibushi a one-on-one match. Because I've been hearing highly of Obushi, and I didn't really see his stuff in New Japan. And I saw him when he was in that NXT tournament. That's when I first started dipping my toes back in. But apparently, he's an amazing wrestler. So, if I had to compare, I would say Okada is Roman Reigns, and Obushi is Seth Rollins. Ah, uh, okay. So, I mean, he's the workhorse there. Yeah. But, but, Okada's, sure. the, but got, Okada's the guy. Yeah, Okada's <laughs> the guy. Yeah, so I'm sure they're going to cook up something good for that match. Next match, we got the TNT Championships, two out of three falls match. Your boy, Kristen Cage versus Darby Allen. And you know what? I'm kind of upset they made Kristen win the belt on uh, Collision. Yeah. I like what he had going on with uh, Luchasaurus. It's like, you know, now it's kind of, he's got the belt. Now it's not as funny as. Yeah, exactly. He was parading around with Luchasaurus' belt. It ain't going to matter. I think Darby's going to win. That's why I think they did it. Uh, so give me Darby Allen as well. Next match is for ROH Championship and the Strong Openweight Championship. Rucker's favorite wrestler, Eddie Kingston Ugh. versus. Shibata. I'll take Kingston. Yeah, I don't, I don't see them making this match. And he just, well, making a match for him to lose. And they just had him win at the Grand Slam last week. So give me Kingston. And this match, they shouldn't have this match last but more than eight minutes. <laughs> isn't it probably the main event, isn't it? I mean... It's Tony Khan's logic, it probably is. It's the only man. world title match. Damn, he might be right. That'd be a damn shame. No, it's got to be Danielson and Zack Sabre. Neither one of them have a title. Yeah, neither did uh, Danielson and Okada. Yeah, but that was Forbidden Door. That wasn't an actual pay-per-view, pay-per-view. What? <laughs> they, they charged $50 for it. You know what I mean? It was, like, <laughs> it was like an exhibition pay per view. Mama call him Cassius Clay. I call him Cassius Clay. <laughs> uh, next match, 
someone who might you you might see this one in my power ranking. Chris Statlander versus Julia Hart for the TBS championship. Ooh. Julia Hart Julia Hart's been on a roll, man. I tweeted this. They said she's won twenty five matches in a row. Twenty six now if she beat Kara Hogan. I hope Julia Hart wins. I think Julia Hart could be a star. Yeah. She went from a cheesy ass cheerleader gimmick to some creepy witch type yeah. character and she's I dig it. I put way more stock in her in the ring than I would have Alexa Bliss. And I, I can compare her to Alexa Bliss because they're both like small, blonde, like hot. But you don't they they're unassuming when it comes to in the ring. But I believe Julia Hart in the ring more than I did Alexa Bliss. Yeah. I didn't see it coming, but putting her in the House of Black seems like to be the right move. We haven't picked any title changes out of both our picks yet, so why not? Give me give me Julia Hart as well. But Chris Statland has been slowly winning me over a little bit because I hadn't been feeling her title reign at all so far. But I'm still not, even though she beat Jay. Matches. You didn't like the one with her and uh, Ruby Soho? I don't like Ruby Soho. Fair enough. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I don't know what else to say. I don't really like anything she does. Hey, teach some pro below. And what is listed as the last match on this card, but I doubt it'll be the main event. I don't even know this match was announced. You got the Young Bucks versus the Guns, my guy, Bullet Club Gold. Oh, yeah, Guns. Versus up. the Lucha Brothers versus Orange Cassidy. Like yeah. I said, this is Wikipedia. I don't even know if this is accurate. If it is, uh, I got the Bang Bang Gang, and, and it's for a shot. It's for a shot at the AEW World Tag Team Champions, allegedly. Yeah, give me Bang Bang Gang. Hmm. I'm trying to think from Tony Khan's perspective. Knowing him, he'll give it to Orange Cassidy and Hook, but I can't choose them. They're not a real tag team. So give me give me the guns as well. It's a long card, man. Like you said, it's a Sunday night. Nine matches announced. And, you know, it's always subject to change. So we'll see what the final card goes up. So what else we got on deck? Power rankings and NFL picks. And then we'll get up out of here. Power rankings. So I think I went first last week. All right, well, then I will go first this week. My number five. This is going to be very AEW heavy. (laughs) Mine as well. Uh, My number five, we just talked about Julia Hart. Got a big win over Kira Hogan. Number one contender for the TBS championship. 26 match winning streak. And anytime you can be a part of getting Kira Hogan on TV. I'm down with it. Hey, they need to utilize uh, Kara Hogan more. Like she's one of the stars on Impact, and now she's just there, especially with Jade being gone and her being kicked out of the the hotties or whatnot. But I'm mad at that pick. So I'm gonna cheat a little bit this week. I got honorable mentions because, like you said, 
it was a lot of wrestling on. It had an extended rampage, and then you had collision. So my honorable mentions are our guy Sting for keeping that undefeated streak going. Julia Hart, which we touched on earlier, she got two big wins. MJF, uh, he won title match versus Samoa Joe. Jay White put a banger on with Andrade, and then the Judgment Day for defending the tag team championships and Dominic defending his NXT. So those are my honorable mentions. But my number five pick, I joke earlier says it's your guy, but you've never been the biggest fan of this guy. Eddie Kingston Ugh. finally got his moment in the sun. He won the ROH championship on the curtain jerker at Grand Slam. Finally got some type of a world title. And people at New York loved him. As expected, because he's from there. So I got Eddie Kingston at number five. Yeah, my number four pick. I got a, the new AEW International Champion, Ray Phoenix. And like, we didn't get to touch on this. John Moxley apparently had a concussion during that match, and people are up in arms about how it was handled. What do you think about that whole situation? People are just bitching a bitch as usual. You think know, that like, the ref I, was kind of incompetent think, in that spot? I think the ref didn't know what was going on. I wouldn't call him incompetent, but like, it's live bullets out there, you know? Like, shit happens and you don't know. If he couldn't tell that Moxley had a concussion and the finish was something different. Now, I do think the referees are supposed to call it as a shoot, I think is what they say. You know, mm-hmm. like call it like it's real. And it definitely wasn't real because he didn't kick out and the referee just went with whatever the the script was. But I don't know. I, I don't have an opinion on it one way or the other. Like people are bitching about like Moxley has a concussion. Like he always has a concussion. Looks like he finally get that vacation that he's been supposed to take for the past year. Hey, well, we should just go out to. John Moxley, speedy recovery. You got it, number four. Uh, my number four is Ray Phoenix, who defeated John Moxley. I did not see that coming. I thought Moxley was going to have like a long. Apparently, Moxley was supposed to win, but he got yeah. a concussion. So uh, Ray Phoenix didn't see it coming either. He <laughs> said, <laughs> "Shit, let me let me hook this motherfucker down and pin him real quick while he's knocked out." My guy was happy. He was celebrating like he just won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got I got Phoenix as my number four. And then my number three. Oof. My number three. I got to make some decisions here. <laughs> uh, I think my number three, I'm going to put. I know he lost, but I'm put Ricky Starks. What? Okay, do a little curveball. Yeah, Mr. Ricky Starks, your number three pick. My number three pick is your new TNT champion, Mr. Kristen Cage. Probably been doing some of the most phenomenal heel work he has in his whole career. I don't know, you're a big Impact watcher back when. 
in his heyday. I don't know if he was doing good. He worked there. Oh yeah, he was. He was real good. When back when I used to watch him and WWE, when he split off Edge, it was more a comedy type role. He was with Jericho for a little while, but he's he's cutting deep with these promos he's cutting nowadays. Fuck your dead daddy and all that. <laughs> <laughs> I got Christian with a number three. And my number two, you picked the guy, the loser of this match. I picked the winner of this, Brian Danielson. I mean, Ricky Starks, they got good chemistry, man. So give me that match seven days out of the week. I don't mind them extending this feud. I hope they do it again. So that's my number two pick, Brian Danielson. Bro, if you, so this is a bit of a spoiler, but not really. It's supposed to be Blair Davenport versus Gigi Dolan, but Blair Davenport mm-hmm. attacked her backstage, so they're not wrestling. So there's mm-hmm. a chicken leopard printed outfit wrestling uh, Thea Hale, and mm-hmm. Thea Hale's changed her ring gear. Honestly, I looked over and I thought it was Alexa Bliss. <laughs> She's dressed in like black, like they're they're definitely trying to like sex appeal her up, but I thought it was Alexa Bliss. You'll see what I'm talking about when you watch it. Um, my number two is still your AEW Women's Champion. And this just proves, EJ, that I cannot like somebody and think that they're trash and still give them their respect. She kept her title. She defeated my girl, Tony Storm. Tony Storm, who's got the most unprotected finishing move in the history of wrestling. Everybody kicks out. What was that? Everybody. Somebody just kicked out of the Storm Zero a second just now. Somebody just <laughs> kicked out of it again. Um, yeah, Soraya kept the fucking title and did it fair and square. She didn't have any help, I don't think. Did she cheat? I can't remember if she cheated. Uh, yeah, I don't know. A, a little remember. bit. It was, it was like a little bit of outside interference, but it wasn't like she, she still kicked out fair and square. Like Tony Storm made out with her and then. Gave her the pile driver and she kicked out. So, shout out to Soraya for winning. Uh, Man, I'm shocked. This is almost the equivalent you having Punk on your list. You got Soraya on your list? Hey, man. I'm, if I'm one thing, I'm impartial and I'm fair. I don't have to like you for you to do something that's cool. Um, But, yeah. Anyway, fuck Soraya. Uh, my number <laughs> one, Brian Danielson. Okay. That uh, like we talked about earlier, I'm guessing you was digging that match between him and Ricky Starks that much where you put him number one on your list. I am. I I really uh, they're killing it, you know. And Ricky Starks on his own is killing it, because like you said earlier, he beat Punk. He was doing that shit with Punk. He went from Punk to Brian. Didn't miss a fucking beat. Got Ricky to Dragon Steamboat on TV. Like that guy's. It's like between him and Swerve, I can't, if I was Tony Khan, I, I don't know how I'd pick which one of them are going to be the first black world champion of AEW. And I know you're not picking it for that, but one of them is going to be the world champion eventually, and they will be the first black world champion. And you'll have to live with whichever one. Honestly, I'm leaning towards Ricky Starks mainly because he's light-skinned. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's your logic? Yeah, you gonna come with some what? type of scientific oh, logic? Fuck no. no, hell, I don't care about ring work, none of that shit. 
Uh, he's light skinned. He looks more like me than, than Swerve does. So, well, well, that well that settles this case. I'm gonna go with Swerve. <laughs> he's dark skinned. <laughs> Let's go Swerve. But uh, on a serious note, I think this would be the perfect spot. Even though I'm gonna guess it, if you had a world championship on Collision, we talked about this before, and if that were to happen, you definitely would have to put it on Ricky. Strap the rocket to the guy. Let's see how he could go. Uh, that was your number one, though, Danielson? Yep. My number one is the only WWE talent that made the list this week. Ruckus Girl, Eel Sky, and still mm. your WWE Women's Champion. Such a good Big match. Big win over Oscar. TV match. Such a good match. And they got the definitely have to run this back. Didn't your girl Charlotte interfere? She just... <laughs> It's almost like WWE's trolling us now. Like you're like, hell yeah, it's about to be a world title match. And then her music hits out of nowhere. She ain't been on TV in two weeks. And now all of a sudden she's just walking out there to commentate. She didn't technically interfere. She beat up Bailey and then EO took advantage of it. But I I just love EO Sky. I really do. I, she's so fucking smooth in the ring. They don't call her the genius of the sky for no reason. That'll do it for us at, for the power rankings, though. I did have a, a question to ask. What are, what are they doing with Charlotte on SmackDown? I feel like she's just there. Yeah. That's my answer. Like, She is just there. She's there to fucking interfere in the title matches and keep her name in the title picture. It's like it's like they won't allow her to have a feud or a program that doesn't involve the title. If you're the champion on whatever brand she's on, you're going to have to deal with Charlotte. And it's stupid. Maybe she's better suited being on Raw. They got three hours over there. Do whatever you want with her over there at Raw. SmackDown, I feel like time is precious. Time is of the essence over there. And they're just spinning their wheels with her at this point because she's not going to lose anybody. At least clean. No. Um, she definitely not going to lose clean. Whatever. Charlotte's going to Charlotte. Let's get to these NFL picks and then get up out of here. Let's get it. So how'd we do so, last week? We touched on it a little earlier. Last week, I went 11 and 5. Damn. Rucker went 6 and 10. What the fuck? I got to start keeping track of this. Man. Yeah. You can go, I, you can go back and listen to it. <laughs> I could tell you. I could tell you where you went wrong. <laughs> you, we don't have to rehash that. We don't have to we, rehash you pick, that. You, we both picked the Rams. We both went wrong with that. But you you went all in on Atlanta. That's one of your picks. I'm not going to go over all of them, but you went in on Atlanta. And, and you, for some reason, you you went all in on uh, another pick that you went on in. Uh, Tennessee, you like them. Yeah, I'll never <laughs> pick them again. <laughs> Just to name a few. Yeah. Six and ten. Okay. 
we're, we're gonna concentrate this week, ladies and gentlemen. Let's do this. Thursday night, we got the Detroit Lions traveling to Green Bay to take on the Cheeseheads. Thursday night football. Who do you have, EJ? Detroit, Detroit Lions. So, the Packers barely escaped last week. I don't think they escaped this week. Give me the Detroit Lions. I agree with you. I'll take the Lions. I think the Lions. I think the Lions are gonna make the playoffs this year. Oh yeah, I think they're, they're gonna probably win the division. Yeah, it'll be between them and Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. give me the Lions. The Atlanta Falcons travel to Florida to take on Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm. Jaguars are kind of trash. I mean, losing to the Texans is unexcusable. Falcons need a quarterback, man. They got a good team, but they just don't have a quarterback. The the Jaguars? The Falcons. Oh, yeah. I remember you. I think you mentioned the quarterback last week, but I can't even remember his name. <laughs> Ritter. Yeah. Desmond Ritter, I think, is his name. Well, your, your brother's a Falcons fan. How does yep. he feel about his team right now? He's liking it. They're fucking, they've won two games already. They took him fucking 12 games last year, didn't it? <laughs> That's a success in a in a Falcons fan's <laughs> right. eye, right? <laughs> they playing with house money now. <laughs> uh, Every game after this is easy. That's funny, but uh, I think Jacksonville bounces back. I'll take Atlanta. Oh, this is at Wembley Stadium, also in London, nine thirty a.m. Sunday morning. I wonder if Tony Khan's gonna be there. Uh, Eight thirty your time, EJ, so you can wake up and start watching football. That probably won't happen, but shout out to them for playing that game over there. Yeah. Uh, the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. Wow, this is going to be a good one. Ooh, where is it? Is it in Buffalo? It's in Buffalo, but Miami got lucky, though, because it's not like November, December. It's still kind of mm-hmm. cool and warm out, or cool and warm. Still kind of warm out in Buffalo, so. These motherfuckers put up 70 points in the NFL game, EJ. 70. I had to, you know, squint and wipe my eyes. I thought I looked like a basketball score. I said, basketball season started already? Right. Yeah, that was that was ridiculous. That being said, I think Miami takes their first loss. Give me, give me Buffalo. I got Miami. I don't think... Honestly, if if I had to pick a surprise team to not make the playoffs this year, it'd be between Buffalo. Well, not now, but it'd be between Buffalo and Cincinnati. I think one, if not both of them, are going to miss the playoffs this year. I can see one, at least one of them. Um, you said it's in Buffalo, right? Yeah, but I got the Dolphins. Okay. Give me Buffalo. Ooh, trash can bowl. <laughs> The Minnesota Vikings take on the Carolina Panthers. This is in Charlotte? It's in Carolina. Yes, sir. I'll go first this time. You've been going first a lot. Who's Andy Dalton play for? The Panthers? I want to say say Bryce Young got hurt. Yeah, I don't think that's enough. Give me the Vikings. Yeah, I'm going to go with Minnesota as well. Oh, speaking of a trash can bowl, the Denver Broncos travel to Chicago to take on the Chicago Bears. 
Watch this be man. like the highest scoring game of the weekend. <laughs> like four, yeah. 48 to 45 shootout. Mr. Unlimited. Two of the most disappointing quarterbacks of this season. Justin Fields and Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> man, uh, I don't know who to pick for this trash ass game. <laughs> I'm going to take the Bears, man. The Broncos just got 70 hung on them. Like, they're already ready for Sean Payton to get fired. Like, I, be- I believe they quit already. Three weeks in, they've quit. Hey, and if you're Russell Wilson, the grass ain't always green on the side. What do you think he'd be doing in that Seahawks system right now? I think they like two. They won two games, haven't they? Yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't, I'll go with the Bears, too. In Soldier Field, I had a chance to go to a preseason game at Soldier Field a couple years ago and didn't do it, and I regret it still. <laughs> I went to a concert there. It doesn't even look like a stadium outside. It looks like it's like a, a regular building. It's weird. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna try to start going to more stadiums. Like if I'm in a city or something like. Like I gotta look and see uh, when I go to Vegas if the. Raiders have a game that weekend. If they do, I'll try to go. Like when I went to New Orleans, I went to a preseason game at the Dome. Why not? Like if you're in the city where there's a fucking NFL team, just go to the game. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be fun when they uh when the A's move there. You there during the summer? Yeah, catch a these old baseball games are cheap. Catch an A's game and then go that's, to the casino and get drunk. That fucking stadium in Las Vegas looks dope as shit driving by. It looks like a spaceship. Yeah, it looks looks like the Death Star. Yeah. Uh, here's another good game coming up: the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. Oh, oh boy, Miles Garrett! Miles Garrett had three and a half sacks last week in one game. Uh, he's balling, and this is happening in Cleveland. Yes, sir. Man, I think this. Is, I think I'm gonna do terrible this week because a lot of these games seem like pick, almost pick them. Yeah, they do. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Ravens though. Just make it interesting. Give me, give me Cleveland. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers travel to Texas to take on the Houston Texans. Huh. They go to they go to Texas. Let me, give me, give me Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'll take Pittsburgh as well. <sighs> the Los Angeles Rams travel to Indianapolis to take on the Colts without Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning ain't walking through that door. Andrew Luck ain't walking through that door. Johnny Unitas ain't walking through that door. Like the Colts are in trouble. Give me the Rams. Hey, I think this this might be a must win for the Rams. They, they only won one game so far. So I'm gonna have to pick them for this week. It's your last chance to be on my good side. L.A. Give me the Rams as well. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers travel to New Orleans to take on the Saints. Divisional game. I like it. Oh, man. Uh, any status on Carr? Uh, ooh. That I don't know. What, do you ha- what happened yeah. to him? I know somebody got a concussion. It was uh, Garoppolo got a concussion. Yeah, because that might be, that might uh, influence my pick. What happened to Carr? 
Uh, oh, he sprayed his AC joint. Mm. Hmm. And this is the the Bucks versus the Saints, and it's just in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Both teams two and one, tied with the Falcons for the top of the division. Um, if, I want to pick the Saints if Carr's playing, but if not, then I'm picking the Bucks. The backup is who? Jameis. Yeah, I'll take the Saints. Either way, I'm gonna take the Saints. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with the Bucks on this one. I don't. I don't trust Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Ooh, divisional oh, game. This will be a week to catch up. NFC East slobber knocker. The Washington Commanders travel to Philadelphia to take on the undefeated Eagles. Yeah, give me Philly. <laughs> First time this year, we got an upset special. Commanders okay. are gonna win this one. This is how this is how you keep me in the game. Nah, yeah, you, you got Washington. Commanders are gonna win this one. Hold up, so, so you you don't got the Commanders? Hmm. You do have the Commanders before yeah. I write this down, or you yeah. don't have the Commanders? I do. Commanders are gonna win. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals travel to Nashville to take on the Titans. Hmm, and these games are really tough to pick this week. This one ain't tough. The Bengals are gonna win. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I trust them just yet. <laughs> just because they beat the Rams. Yeah. I might regret this, but give me the give me the Bengals. I don't even know if I really trust them like that. The Las Vegas Raiders travel to L.A., their former home, to take on the Chargers. Again, Jimmy Garoppolo's in concussion protocol, questionable for the game. I'll take the Chargers. They had a big comeback win last week. Or last second win, should I say. I picked the Chargers as well. Ezekiel Elliott coming home back to Cowboys Stadium as the Patriots come down to Texas. EJ, is our team a fraud? Everybody's freaking out now saying they won't even go to the playoffs after last week. They're tripping. The O line. It's the O line. They've been exposed. I mean, is what I saw. Nobody's pre- half of the. What you say? Everybody's saying they got exposed last week. They got no defense. Their defense ain't that good. Dak ain't that good no more. Brandon Cook is overrated. They shouldn't have got him. Stephon Gilmore sucks. Like everything went wrong last week. Guys falling. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what was going on with the defense. You know, Trayvon Diggs is out, but. He's only one man, but that the, half of the old line was out. More than half. So I'm gonna let the them keep chirping. But as a Cowboys fan, this is the last week I'm gonna be a homer, and I'm gonna have to start being objective after this week. I of course I got the Cowboys in this game. I got the Cowboys this week, and I got them next week against San Francisco. You write that down now. I will not change unless Dak's not playing or Michael Parsons or something like that. Uh, but we don't want to wish that kind of bad luck around here. Give me the Cowboys. Arizona Cardinals, fresh off their win versus Dallas, travel to San Francisco. Can they get two upsets in a row? Wouldn't that be dope if Arizona beat San Francisco and Dallas back-to-back? Uh, I'm absolutely not picking the Cardinals. <laughs> Give me San Francisco. I'm not either, but it's I'm still cheering for it to happen. That'd be great. 
What a great story that would be. Kyler Murray's little short ass on the sideline watching Josh Dobbs fucking kill it. <laughs> Josh Dobbs. Sunday Night Football has the Kansas City Chiefs traveling to East Rutherford, New Jersey to take on the New York Jets. Man, this I think uh, it might be some type of, of curse with this Aaron Rodgers-Mahomes uh, matchup. Every time they're scheduled to face each other, somebody's hurt. Mm. That being said, give me Kansas City. Yeah, give me the Chiefs also. I don't understand why they keep doing these back-to-back games with the Jets and the Giants. Uh, the Jets play same stadium Sunday night, and then the Giants play the same stadium Monday night. They did that week one also. Like the Cowboys and Giants time played. Where you could schedule them playing home games. Why not just say. schedule one on the road and one at home the whole year? Why you got to do it back-to-back? And then multiple times. I don't know. What's... what's... Why is it such a big deal? Because the last time the paint wasn't even fucking dry. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know they had field issues. Yeah, they got to change the field over and shit like that. Anyway. Uh, that doesn't seem very smart. Seattle Seahawks travel to New York to take on the Giants. So so the Jets, you said the Jets are facing KC, right? Yeah, we both got KC. Make sure I wrote those picks down. And you said it's the Seahawks at the Giants? Mm-hmm. I got the Seahawks. Hmm. I wouldn't be shocked if the Giants win, but I'm not picking them. Give me Seattle as well. And that's all we got for NFL picks and for Boot to the Face this week, EJ. You got anything you want to say to the listeners out there? Hey, shout out to all listeners. Not especially now that we're audio only. We keep coming with you with some good content. I mean, That's if we get like wrestling interviews or something like that, we'll we'll do that on Twitch or whatever. But yeah, for the most part, we're just gonna do strictly audio, and yeah, hopefully the audio will start sounding better. And now that we're not um, trying to do seventy eight things at once to keep us online, but yeah, thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to EJ for coming in and bringing it. For EJ, I'm Rucker. This has been Boots to the Face episode. I don't even know what number. This has been Boots in the Face. Peace! It's the crew of the year that you're loving to hate. If you fucking with the team, you catch a Boots in the Face. Rebound from the boot, I hit the Irish whip. Don't be mad, cause we know your podcast ain't shit. Stop hating, motherfucker, you know he the man. RJ gon' hit you with that ringside rant. And them two hard hitters repping Montreal. Godfathers of the crew, making sure we ball. If you still wanna hate, it's no saving ya. You might get beat down on talk of mania. Listen to the whole team across body of work. It'll make you realize that you should've been first. And me, I cause chaos everywhere that I go. 80 proof and no less got me ready to throw. Don't step to the mic unless you want that smoke. FPC, the whole team is like a knife to your throat. Yeah!